Welcome to Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. so far. And if you're just now joining us, I would encourage you to go back to the very beginning and listen to the start of this. We always lay a good foundation with the first part, which we did uh, back 10 days ago. And then we talked about excuses that we tolerate and went into pessimism, assumptions, and then comfort zones, self-pity, laziness, neglecting you, which was a big one. Uh, You've got to make sure that you're taking care of you constantly. And uh, there's a lot of meaning to that and understanding about why that's important and what specifically you can do. So do go back and listen to that one. That was part six. And then dangers of complacency. And that had to deal with, you know, uh, just beginning to take for granted what you have and not really realize how much you do have. And, um, you know, just not looking at it through the same eyes and realizing that, you know, in fact, you probably have more going for you or more in your life than you might realize so getting back to gratitude and how important that is. And then we talked about habits and addictions. I didn't spend a lot of time on that one. And then yesterday we talked on time and task habits. So today I want to talk about your sleep habits. Oh boy. <laughs> now sleep is so, so, so critical to your overall health and well-being. Matter of fact, I would say it is one of the most critical things. Um, in addition to many of the others we've mentioned, but I would say it's at the, near the top of the list. But unfortunately, so many people have habits of neglecting their sleep and they think to themselves or surmise in some way, shape or form that, you know what, it's okay to miss a few hours of sleep as long as I get my job done, as long as I can keep up, as long as I'm not too tired, as long as it fits me or it fits my schedule or, you know, who cares about sleep? I got too much to do. I got too much to take care of. That's the one thing I'm going to have to neglect. But here's the problem with that. When you are sleeping, all right, you have to get into deep sleep and REM sleep for a significant amount of time. And if you do not, all right, if you do not, what happens to your brain is very devastating. In fact, um, over time, you will begin to see the results of that kind of choice if it's repeated again and again and again. Because during the night when you're in REM or deep sleep and deep sleep, you actually uh, turn on a, uh, a source within your brain that cleans out the toxins of your brain and also repletes the chemistry, the proper chemistry, and uh, restores cells. Okay, so if you don't get that part of it or you don't get enough of it, and you do it over a consistent basis, and it really doesn't take that long to catch up with you. Even a matter of days, you can tell the difference. Um, you start to lose function, okay? You begin to th- forget things more often. Um, you will notice a brain fog, brain fatigue. Um, you'll find yourself being irritable and a number of other symptoms that come along with that. And it's just, and then eventually can turn into to terrible disease um, or, or serious um, mental uh, dysfunctions, which I mean, really the, the, the list could run quite deep and wide in terms of what could happen to you 
Um, so the other piece that I notice a lot with people is they have erratic sleep schedules, which is also very unhealthy because when you have erratic sleep schedules, then you can't get into the deep sleep or the REM sleep um, because you're not creating what I call, a, well, not what I call, but it calls, uh, in it meaning science <laughs> or, or doctors, circadian rhythm, okay? And circadian rhythm is critical to creating solid sleep schedules. So in other words, you've got to go to bed at the same time every night, get up at the same time every morning. This is the only way that you can you can create this because if you're to bed at 12 one night and eight the next and then 10 the next and then one o'clock in the morning the next time, your body doesn't know what to do, okay? Now your body is like a machine. I mentioned that to you before. It gets used to, to doing certain things at certain times. So it knows when it's lunch, it knows when it's dinner, it knows when it's snack time. And, and it knows when it's bedtime and when it's time to awake. But you have, if you have erratic sleep schedule, then it can't adjust to that. Therefore, it doesn't know what to do, whether to keep you asleep or awake. So you'll find that your sleep schedules also become very um, unpredictable and, and frankly, very restless. Um, you throw your chemistry off. You throw your ability to have deep sleep and REM off. And you suffer the consequences as a result. Now, some people say, yeah, but you know what, you know, I, my best hour to work is in the evening and, and, and I work late into the night and that's just what works for me. Well, it may work because you have trained or wired yourself to do so, but the sad news is that most of the time, REM sleep and deep sleep happens before the midnight hour. So if you're staying up late every night, chances are you may be neglecting your sleep. Still don't believe me? Well, then go get a sleep assessment done. Um, I actually wear a, a, um, a device uh, that helps to regulate and help me to see what exactly I'm doing in my sleep. And I've seen again and again where I get most of my best sleep before midnight. And here again, you might say, well, yep, that's what you're used to. Well, that may be true. But at the same time, um, study after study has shown that um, people with erratic sleep schedules are those that um, you know, don't have a, a, a decent sleep schedule, uh, struggle more with um, restful sleep than um, those who do. So um, if this is something that really uh, spikes your curiosity, I would encourage you to go online, do a study of your own uh, or get a sleep assessment or talk to a doctor about it. I'm not trying to be your doctor, but here is the one more example or one more um, item to our list of destructive life patterns. And it's one that unfortunately is very, very common. And then the other piece to mention about this is, is how much sleep you get. Um, you know, that most of the studies say that adults are, are seven to eight hours. As you get uh, later in life, it can scale down to six, maybe seven hours for the average elderly person. However, you have to find out what gives you the most restful sleep. And that's where we, we kind of need to close it out. Uh, again, speak to your doctor about that if that's something that you're having trouble with. But definitely the same time every night, same time in the morning is the key here. And making sure that you're getting that, that restful sleep um, in the process. Well, I have a couple more of these um, life destructive life patterns for you and we're going to be winding down pretty soon with some other tips I'd like to offer. So I hope you'll join us back tomorrow. This is Michelle Steppas, your journey to greatness through routine, encouraging you to keep reaching high.